Welcome to Silver Linings Discovered, a mental health podcast by Silver Lining Wellness Center. Silver Lining Wellness Center is a mental health initiative located in the Indian city of Dreams, Mumbai. Silver Linings Discovered is a podcast series where we explore various topics across the mental health discourse. My name is Divya Srivastava. I'm a counseling psychologist, life coach, and the founder of the Silver Lining Wellness Center. At Silver Lining Wellness Center, we adopt a holistic approach to well-being, and our aim is to increase mental health literacy by raising awareness, sensitivity, and fighting the stigma that is present in help seeking. First of all, I would really like to thank all the listeners for all the love they've poured our way after listening to the first episode. Thank you so much for your support and encouraging words. It's what keeps us going and motivates us to continue doing the best we can to raise awareness on topics related to mental health. The month of September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. If suicide is a trigger for you in any way, please feel free to give this episode a miss. Each time we are going to be discussing new topics in the field of mental health. and not every episode will have something for you and that's absolutely okay so the very first time i shared with a friend that i will be talking about suicide in today's episode her first question was are you going to talk about sushant singh rajput i paused for a while before answering i actually had not given this much thought as at that point i was still trying to come up with an idea for the next episode and i had not really thought about the entire content unless you've been living under a rock you would know that bollywood actor sushant singh rajput died by suicide on saturday the 14th of june his sudden demise obviously shocked the entire nation people started talking about mental health anxiety and depression and then suddenly the topics of discussion changed to nepotism witch hunts and several other things that really disturbed me as a mental health professional so for those who are listening to this episode i would like to say that we will not be talking about sushant singh rajput simply because we feel that there is enough being said already and there is enough voyeuristic consumption of this news happening without us contributing to it any further what we would like to talk about however is the consumption pattern of the audience itself i usually do not have shoulds and musts but i do believe that suicide should disturb and distress not fascinate if you are someone finding it easier to believe that someone did black magic on him then accepting the fact that he had a mental health condition the invitation for you is to please stay open and perhaps get some of your popular myths around suicide and mental health conditions debunked according to the who close to 800000 people die by suicide every year which is one person every 40 seconds suicide is a global phenomenon and occurs throughout the lifespan However, it is the second leading cause of death 
among 15 to 29 year olds globally in 2009 i lost a friend of mine to suicide we were in college she used to sit next to me in class she was quiet did her class work diligently scored really good marks she wrote the most wonderful poems and sometimes we spent time together during lunch break things of course were not perfect if you are a student listening to this you would know college can be hard academic pressures the urgency to figure out what next and adding to this mix peer pressure bullying managing relationships getting over breakups life is not really a bed of roses one day exactly 6 days after my birthday my friend died by suicide it was a difficult time for all of us her family kept wondering what went wrong why did she do it and we her friends kept blaming ourselves for not having understood what was really wrong maybe if we had been better friends she would have still been alive but really how were we to know the evening she died by suicide we were actually going to watch a movie that night wake up sit we had made plans in the morning and i really wondered what went wrong in the next 6 hours that made her take such a drastic step when we were helping her mother pack away her things we realized that this was definitely not something she decided to do in the spur of the moment my friend wasn't the tidiest person i know yet she had actually already packed her suitcases she had organized her books in one place with a note that they could be donated her diaries of poems were left behind for specific loved ones and she had even kept a pile of stuff that she had borrowed from other people books from one friend your friends from another with a list to ensure they found their way back to the rightful owner her mother kept asking us repeatedly did you not know did she not tell you anything what really went wrong unfortunately we did not really have any satisfactory answers who could we possibly blame could we blame her partner for breaking up with her did he not have a choice to decide who he wanted to be in a romantic relationship with had he known she would take such a step perhaps he could have continued the relationship but then would it have been the right step could we blame ourselves for not being sensitive enough to realize that even though she said she was okay she actually wasn't i mean as students of psychology surely we had mastered some art of mind reading right or could the parents blame themselves for sending their daughter to another city without ensuring she had a support system healthy enough to ensure her well being who could we blame the hardest part of dealing with suicide 
is the blame we place upon ourselves. What did I miss? How could I have prevented it? Blame and guilt seem to overwhelm the survivors left behind. Was my friend, partner, child, parent depressed, sick, having problems at work? What was going on that I didn't see? Like I mentioned, my friend died by suicide exactly six days after my birthday. Just a week ago, we had been partying. I had thrown a grand party on my 20th birthday and she had been there at the bash having a blast. In fact, if I were to be honest, I had actually not seen her that happy in a long, long time. It is only now that I know that once a person has decided to complete suicide, they feel like a burden has been lifted from their shoulders. This is why they can appear to be in the best space emotionally and mentally that you have seen them for a long time. After they have completed the act and you realize how they were getting their affairs in order, just like my friend did, more blame and guilt comes your way as this realization sinks in. Suicide is unlike any other death. A death caused by cancer, heart disease, stroke or old age may feel sudden but at least you feel like there was nothing you could have done to prevent it. Suicide can happen without ever seeing the warning signs. A death caused by an accident is also hard to come to terms with. But again, in that scenario, you know the reason behind their death. Suicide is a hard fact to accept because as survivors, you may think you could have prevented it. The if-only thoughts can haunt you. These are just attempts to figure out the why, which you may never know. Even if they left a note behind, my friend did, there were still questions that were never answered. There will still be questions which will never get answered. I really struggled to understand why my friend did what she did. And while I was struggling with grief, I had people in my college who did not even know her trying to hound me with questions about why she did it. Was it because of her breakup? If so, wasn't she being silly? What was the real reason? The incessant and rather insensitive questions really irked me. But more than anything, they numbed my grief. I wanted to scream. I wanted to defend my friend. I wanted the world to know she wasn't a coward. But I really did not have any answers. I was finding it difficult to sleep. And finally one day, I decided to see a counsellor. Therapy helped me process my feelings. When I began therapy, I really felt that the hurt would never go away. I remember the counsellor telling me, maybe it won't. Maybe you will always feel that sense of loss. But perhaps 
you can learn to live differently to adapt please understand that your friend who died by suicide did not do this to hurt you she did it to stop her own pain a pain she thought would never end and she shouldn't be judged there's no way to know the demon she faced or how many years it was going on looking back i know my therapist was right my friend was not a coward she was just in a lot of pain in her mind the act of suicide was the only way to end the pain she was not thinking of the devastation she was leaving behind she made a decision and followed through her pain was greater than her will to live in her mind the world her world would be better off without her the family should also never have blame put on to them typically they either didn't truly see what was going on or their loved one was just not able to be reached dealing with suicide loss is hard enough already so please don't place blame on anyone not even yourself you don't know what was really going on and no matter how accurate your speculations may be there is really no way of knowing what actually happened in reality it is also a myth to believe that suicide is caused by a single shocking event such as the loss of a job or a relationship or a death of someone close in fact having a mental health condition increases the risk of suicide more than 90% of people who complete suicide are grappling with clinical depression substance abuse or another mental health condition a crisis of some sort may trigger a suicide but only when someone's finger is already on the trigger rather than focusing on why people complete suicide in this episode i would like to talk about the ways in which you can identify the signs of someone thinking about or planning a suicide attempt but before we go there for those of you who have been listening attentively have you noticed how i am using phrases like died by suicide completed suicide the act of suicide are you wondering why albus dumbledore in harry potter and the deathly hallows said words are in my not so humble opinion our most inexhaustible source of magic capable of both inflicting injury and remedying it using sensitive vernacular is of paramount importance in situations as delicate as suicide we need to remember that our words have consequences and we must do everything in our power to make use of the right choice of words when dealing with mental health conditions and suicidal tendencies the more appropriate term to use is died by suicide or completed suicide as it simply implies the cause of death and not how it happened we did not say someone committed a heart attack or committed cancer 
because we already have the acuity that it is a physical condition. Using the term committed suicide at some level assigns blame on the deceased and makes one view suicide from a lens of shame or wrongdoing. People commit crimes or sins. And this word commits suicide. It stigmatizes the victim further. Remember how you do not label someone with cancer as cancerous? In the same way, labeling someone as suicidal is not kind. It is a small change, but it goes a long way in shattering decades of stigma attached to this act. If you notice someone talking about suicide or death in general, talking about going away, referring to things they won't be needing, suddenly giving away possessions, talking about feeling hopeless, feeling guilty, pulling away from friends or family and losing the desire to go out. If you notice, they do not desire taking part in their favorite activities, things they enjoyed doing in the past or they are having difficulty concentrating or thinking clearly. If they are experiencing changes in eating habits, sleeping habits or suddenly they are engaging in self-destructive behavior like taking drugs, drinking alcohol or engaging in self-harm, it would be a great idea if you could reach out to them. It is easy to post on social media encouraging people to reach out. But remember that no matter how well-meaning your intentions are, please educate yourself some more about mental health and conditions like depression and anxiety. Please understand that people struggling with mental illness feel too drained and exhausted to even be able to reach out. In these isolating times of the pandemic, it is becoming increasingly difficult to do so. What if you could reach out to them? If there is someone in your space who has suddenly been laying low, instead of waiting for them to come to you, what if you could reach out to them? Ask them how they are doing. Ask them what's been coming up for them. Listen to them from a space of non-judgment and openness. Also, if you notice they are feeling low and not great, how can you compassionately redirect them to a professional? You may also ask them straight up, are you thinking of killing yourself? It won't push someone over the edge. In fact, it can be life-saving. Offer support and let them know you are there for them. Reaching out is amazing and nudging them in the right direction is going to be even better. Educate, motivate and encourage yourself and your loved ones to seek professional help. While we may have the best at heart, there is a reason why professional qualifications exist in the field of mental health. One may be a wonderful friend, sibling, parent, child, boss, colleague. But that does not make one an expert in the field of mental health. One can show empathy, compassion and concern for loved ones. But as long as two people share a part of their world together, they cannot operate from a space free of biases, opinions and judgments. 
that is why guiding a person to a professional helps also just like it's all right to visit a doctor for a routine checkup what if we could normalize and celebrate therapy and just visit a mental health professional to check on our overall sense of well-being please remember that not every therapist or counselor will be the right fit for you feel free to experiment till you land on one that works best for you one size never fits all and it's the same in the case of mental health finally mental illness can affect anyone the suicide of sushant singh rajput has at some level ruthlessly shattered and dispelled the myth that being successful and privileged guarantees happiness we've been rudely awakened from all the false notions of security and the false sense of comfort we've harbored over the years whether we like to admit it or not Deepika Padukone having clinical depression did not shock people as much as Sushant Singh's suicide because we have all been raised in a culture of toxic masculinity where a woman is allowed to feel low, sad and talk about it. But for a man taking such a step, it's almost unheard of or uncalled for. Another myth that does the rounds quite frequently especially when someone is saved and does not actually complete suicide is that they were doing it just for attention they were not really serious this is complicated because 90% of the people who survive a suicide attempt do not wind up dying of suicide the reason behind this however is that they got effective treatment in the form of therapy counseling or psychiatric intervention people who attempt suicide once are actually at much greater risk of making another attempt the risk of another attempt is greatest during the first two years after an initial attempt as a society we have progressed a great deal but when it comes to matters pertaining to mental health we still have a closed mindset there are so many people willing to apply for a leave on grounds of medical condition but they would not want to say they are applying for leave as they have a therapist's appointment currently many people do not have the privacy in their homes to even give themselves the gift of therapy this is a genuine concern especially because at many levels people do not want others to know they are going for therapy the stigma is strong no matter how much we claim otherwise we need to look within and explore what are the unresolved emotions and belief systems we are unconsciously carrying and propagating what if we stop going to therapy as a last resort covid-19 has led to an upheaval across the whole globe people are feeling isolated stressed and falling prey to many mental health concerns celebrity deaths are tricky because we don't really know anything about them besides what meets the public eye but what if we could process through our distress and emotional disturbance and work towards eradicating the stigma around mental health and realize that just like covid-19 can affect anyone even amitabh bachchan got covid-19 so can depression or any mental health condition for that matter 
what we can do is look for signs of distress and seek help for ourselves or our loved ones if you are struggling with issues it really helps to tell someone you trust what's going on with you be around people who are caring and positive ask someone to help you figure out what to do about the issues you are facing or work with a therapist or counselor if the issues are getting you down and depressed and if you feel you don't have a strong support network or that you can't cope everyone has the right to live a better life so do you if you or someone you know is struggling to cope with mental health issues please reach out or encourage them to reach out to a qualified mental health professional you may also reach out to us at support at the silverlining.in to seek mental health services please note that we do not offer crisis intervention services if you are in crisis or a life threatening situation where you feel you need immediate help or have concerns which relate to somebody's safety to self or others we advise you to contact an emergency helpline number in today's episode i mentioned how i went to a therapist to seek help for my issues many people often wonder if they should go to a therapist if their therapist has a therapist the answer to that is yes because as therapists preserving our own mental health should be of utmost importance this is a topic we will explore further in our next episode do tell us what you thought about today's episode if there are any topics you would like us to discuss in our future episodes please let us know to know more about us and the work we do please visit our website www.thesilverlining.in this is your host divya shrivastav signing off thank you for listening to silver linings discovered the official podcast for the silver lining wellness center located in mumbai